Welcome to an experience far from us. An audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The pinnacle of sound experience. Jacked and canned. Featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler. A place where you will get the information you crave. And hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Canned. I am so not used to having to run the stream yard. This is something that literally for the rest of time, Jimmy, I, I shit you not, I will never figure out fully. John's got this thing down to a system, and then every time I go to run it, I do shit like that where I start the show and I forgot to hit the intro. It's all right, dude. No judgment here. We're here for the party. That's right. So, Jimmy, I know you have never been on Jacked and Canned, so let me introduce to you by way of telling you the way that this show typically operates. I'm going to give you a couple of the main topics that we're going to discuss today. And I'm going to have you pick one or you have the option of picking other and I'll pick something entirely different. But I've got a list of things that we can talk about here. And as always, roughly halfway through the show, about 20, 25 minutes in, we're going to stop, take a 30 second break while I run to the fridge and grab a beer for cracking a cold one with colds. In that time that I'm doing that, Jimmy, I need you to have ready when we come back and I start chugging the beer. I need you to have something ready for the audience that you can tell the audience that's fun, interesting, or otherwise. But you got 25 minutes to figure that out. So for right now, Jimmy. You're telling me that while I'm already buzzed? Are you It is. I am not prepared for this. It could just be an interesting fact that you know that we don't, Jimmy. Or, you know, John half the time mails this thing in and he just says, oh, well, yeah, Colts just told me something really cool. I'm like, God damn it, John. I just repeat something I just told him. Yeah, so you have no pressure on this one. All right, so here's a couple of topics that we got that we're definitely going to talk about at some point today. We're going to talk about what is the best sleep. We're also going to talk about this new sweet-ass telescope. And as always, we'll be cracking a cold one. So, Jimmy, cracking a cold one will be a little ways later. Do you want to talk about first sleep, the telescope, or something entirely different? I'm into sleep. I'm into, I'm always down to nap. All right, Jimmy, what is your favorite type of sleep? Like what, like what, what's the time frame? What's the scenario situation? What do you got? All right. Uh, I haven't had one of these in a little bit because I'm, I'm an adult now and I'm as I'm day drinking at 11 in the morning. <laughs> He's day drinking um, again. <laughs> but like when you would, when you would spend all day, like when I was in college, we would do an all day, like, you know, fucking 12 o'clock to 3 a.m. You just drink. And then like the next day, you'd kind of wake up, you'd be groggy. Like we would go to this diner, but the hangover, like nap you take after you get your like hangover meal, elite. That's fair. Now, see, the problem that I always have is that all of a sudden those like diner brunches the next day ended up becoming like another seven to nine hour drinking binge. And so we'd be out till like four or five the day after the nice party. And so sometimes you still just kind of felt hungover a second day. 
But if you could nail it right, you get home and just kind of immediately put yourself in a nap mode. That is feasible. That does work. I just always struggled with that because basically I turned it into a weekend bender. Dude, nah, I was, I guess not a piece of shit. Like there's definitely worse things I could have been doing in college, but like there were constant times my friends would hit me up and be like, yo, what are you doing? And I'd respond to them three hours later when I wake up from my sick nap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Now, Jimmy, the one that I posited as the best sleep that could ever be had. For me, if I'm just dead ass exhausted, like I've been working all day, I come home right. and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I want to have some beers. I, of course, I'm going to sit back here on the couch, watch some TV with Michelle. And then it just hits me and I'm out. Like I didn't plan to go to bed, nothing, because I never planned to sleep on the couch. But right. when I go to bed at like, if I just fall asleep at like 10 and then I wake up and it's like 430 in the morning, that is my prime sleep. Now, with that said, there's also a key to this because oftentimes 430 is not necessarily when you want to wake up, especially if you don't have work till later. So what you do is you stay up then from like 430 to about seven. The big key here, you cannot eat because if you eat, you are now going to gain the energy from what food you just consumed. Now it's going to be harder to go back to bed at seven to get your extra two, three hours. But if you play your cards right, you get up, you play a little Madden or NBA or whatever you're into. You have a couple more beers. You go back to bed. You get your extra two, three hours of sleep that you weren't planning on getting because you spent your good sleep on the couch, which is the prime sleep. But I have a system for how you get through the rest of that process instead of just getting up at 430 in the morning. Okay. I, I'm, I'm genuinely, <laughs> Jimmy disagrees. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm disagreeing with his take strongly, but like, I, dude, I don't know. Maybe it's just me because, like, I wake up from those kind of naps. I, everyone has had those kinds of naps, right? But I wake up from those kinds of like sleeps, and I wake up like, like Philip Fry. Like I'm just like, Whoa, what year is it? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Why is it four thirty? It was just like six o'clock. What the fuck? throw me off so much and it might just be my own dumb brain that like won't, won't allow me to process that kind of sleep no i, I mean know. i guess i can understand that because also i might be the weird one here i and maybe this is because i'm kind of like a 55 year old dude that's in a 31 year old's body but for me there is nothing better than falling asleep by not necessarily making myself fall asleep but when I just accidentally do. And the only times that happens for me is when I'm watching TV on the couch with Michelle and I am just beat from whatever I did that day. And then inevitably I wake up and it's way too early because, well, I fell asleep unexpectedly. I'm not going to get eight hours that way, but if I still get that six, six and a half, that is absolutely prime for me. And then from there, I'm, I'm mostly playing a game after that. Like I've just stopped spending a little time having some fun and then taking another nap. And that's what really caps it off. But it's when you fall asleep and you didn't necessarily plan to fall asleep. Oh shit. Jimmy's breaking up on me. Yeah. I, I'm hearing it. Maybe maybe it's just coming through weird from my end, but I definitely have you sounding like an alien right now. Oh, dear God. I've lost him entirely. 
All right, are we back? Yep. Oh, oh, there it is. There okay. it is. I was I, about I to say, I guess I'm going to go right. ahead and. Um, so I'm going to change my answer, Colbs. I, I realize this now as I thought about it a little bit more, as I digested what I said. Okay. Although, although that sleep is great, and I'm sure you've done this too, the, the shitty motel, I just did a huge road trip. Like this bed's uncomfortable, but I am so exhausted from driving all day sleep. Yeah. I think that's my top tier. That that one, yes. If you've never experienced it, if you've never done the road trip and like like I moved, I drove down to Tampa when I moved and we stopped in Richmond. It was probably like nine hours at that point. It wasn't anything crazy, but like driving through New York sucks, like all that. Uh man, when we got to this crappy motel in Richmond. And I just laid on this hard bed in these sheets that definitely haven't been cleaned in, I don't know, since like the Reagan era. Like, it felt so good. And I slept so long and I woke up so refreshed. That is my prime sleep. Dude, Jimmy, I did not consider that one. Um, I'm still not sure that it's taking my number one spot, but you definitely have given me something in competition because nobody else agrees with me up until you just did that. I love when I end up at a shitty motel, but the AC's on, it's nice and cool in the mm-hmm. room, and I don't give a shit how hard the bed is, because honestly, as long as it's a bed, I will find a way to sleep on it. I don't care that the sheets are paper thin, or if they're fluffy as hell, it's cool when they are, but it really doesn't make that big of a difference to me. The hotel sleep, even without the the additives that lead up to it, is great. But I do agree when it's after a long time of being on the road and you've been in the car, you've been in there for like 13 hours. At some point in there, you probably did some things you weren't proud of to stay awake. You know, you've had a long day. You get to that hotel or motel room. Hell yeah, that sleep. Uh, Colbs, I got two things. One, I got uh, fiance Megan disagreeing from the sideline over here. She eats in yogurt. I don't know if you want her input on the best sleep. But oh, two, if she's got something, I, I'm full-blown in on that. Like, I will take every bit of commentary on this. I just don't understand why nobody agrees with us on the motel room. That's all. Uh, well, Megan, what do you got? Come here. Step in the camera. Or, you don't have to step in the camera. Get in the audio. When you're at the beach all day. In the sun. Oh, that is a good one. That That's is a good, a good one. one. And then yeah. you go back to the motel. See, the only problem is for me is that I make the beach into a 3 a.m. thing. And so it kind of ties back into the first one. But the the problem is, is the majority of the time. Now, granted, I do have a little bit of a different experience here because I have friends that have a beach house. So Mm. I basically will find a way to then be sleeping inside that beach house. I'm not going back to a hotel room anywhere. Yeah, I mean, sick flex. You have rich friends, dude, but whatever, (laughs) you know. I, yeah, I do. I have to admit that like, <laughs> my my friends are doing very well. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I don't know. Once again, I don't know how PG we're going on this show, but I've got to. Uh, don't worry about it. We've already ruined it. All right, good. Um, again, <laughs> um, so when I was driving down to Tampa, there was something I learned that like if like if you have to pee and you want to stay like you, like I was in a weird state where I, like I had to pee. I was in the DMV area. I was like driving to Jersey, and I was like, I, I just got to stay awake. I like, I was like, I just have to think of something like hot and like, that'll like whatever and keep you awake. 
So like, I was like, I have to stop thinking I have to pee and I have to stay awake. So I just started thinking of like anything I could that I thought was attractive. Well, my buddy was like asked out in the side. <laughs> and so I just end up with like this weird, like middle school ass, like motor. Like, Oh my God. I'm, like, I was going to say, like, you're just sitting there driving with a like, huge motor. I got a weird direction. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Foot of the gas. Let's go. Okay. That, that is yes. <laughs> I, I will tell you as a guy that used to drive for a living, um, I don't know that I've ever intentionally done that, but it has happened. I can't imagine using that as motivation to stay awake, though. I mean, that is something. I don't know what in my brain said, like, yeah, I need this to stay awake and I need this not not to pee. And then I ended up just buying a Virginia's for lovers hat at the next like truck stop I got. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I always go for the piss jug. You always got to have like a nice two gallon ready to go piss jug. Me and this kid, we were cool. Like, obviously, he was doing this road trip. I don't think we were, like, that cool where I could just, like, whip my dick in a piss jug and, like, had it happen. But uh, oh, I would do that if my grandma was my passenger. Like, it wouldn't bother me at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a piss jug, man. You got to go. You got to go. I got a baby bladder. You're a better man than I am, I guess. Uh, I don't know that that makes me a better man than you, Jimmy. It just makes me one that's way more willing to piss in public. <laughs> It's it's a fine line. It's a fine line of where you evaluate yourself. Uh, meanwhile, I'm I guess driving with a weird boner next to my friend. So yeah, I mean, evaluate that way. If you're willing to piss next to your grandma. I have a boner next to my friend. Wow, uh, you know, I really hadn't broken it down that way. <laughs> That's yeah. I, I kind of forgot your buddy was in the car on this particular thing. That mm -hmm. that does make that one a little bit stranger. Not necessarily stranger than, uh, although I haven't actually pissed in front of my grandma. So it, th there is a little bit of a difference there because I haven't done it, but I would. I've constantly thought about wearing diapers and just like calling it quits on like being a functioning human being. So we just, uh, we immediately descend into being like, you know, 55 year old dudes that are on the, the pens commercials. Like we're, we're just admitting that we can already go there, but you're still in your twenties and I'm in my very early thirties. <laughs> Baby, how much do you love me? <laughs> like, do you love me enough that you would change my diaper? Yeah. Hell yeah. Wow. Okay. You got the good one, Jimmy. I like, I would love to think that Michelle would, say that also but i got a feeling that if i had her in like you know the background right now and i said hey babe would you change my diaper i'm pretty sure she would just say can you please stop talking about these things on a microphone and also just get away from me well see megan over here has now said like yeah when you're older and i'm like no i'm talking about right now as a 27 year old oh my diaper would you change it like if i hold my legs up like a little baby uh, I don't think I would mind changing it. I wouldn't enjoy it. But I think that you would secretly find pleasure in it, and that's where it would be weird. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Call me out on the recording, dude. Yeah, I was going to say, we're uh, we're having ourselves one hell of an episode here. So anyway, best theme. <laughs> <laughs> where did I put my drink? Oh, I found it. 
Oh my God. Yeah, no, I, I just, See, I'm sorry, Colts. I derailed this whole thing talking about how I would put my pants. No, no, it's great. It, it's a, and it, it perfectly just goes straight to the best transition that I could find um, out of the other list of topics. How did Starbucks get its name? <laughs> <laughs> i'm literally looking at this list i'm like what do i have that i transitioned jimmy shitting in a diaper at like 27 years old with his girlfriend <laughs> changing him like he's a baby and there might be some potential enjoyment that i'm not aware of but i don't know how like serious not- it might be and now you know what him. hey how did starbucks get its name <laughs> fuck if i know i'm <laughs> I'm thinking about this though, right? Uh, Literally consider this, right? We're talking about a coffee shop in the middle of Seattle. Mm -hmm. Where do you come up with Starbucks? Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like Dunkin' Donuts makes sense because like people used to dunk donuts and coffee, which I've tried and it is elite. I don't know why people still don't make a habit out of that. Um, But what the fuck is a Starbucks? And who's this mermaid? Well, that's what I'm trying to think of, because like I, I look at the emblem, I'm like, they're clearly not going even for like a deer. So what 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 the fuck is a Starbuck? Oh, I honestly, God didn't even put that together, that the buck is what you were talking about there. I was like, why is he, why is he talking about deer? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, but like what? As, as, you know what? I should have Googled this before we did this, because there's probably a perfectly reasonable answer. Uh, you know what it probably is? It's probably that there were two people that developed this, and uh, one of which his last name was Star and the other was Buck. It's probably something dumb be, like that. That would just be a softball, right? Hold on. I'm going to look it up on Amazon Silk, which apparently is my search engine on my TV. Uh, no, yes. <laughs> you have a All right. Amazon. Amazon Silk. That's okay. uh bulbs uh, in a smooth way oh all right hold on. i'm gonna mute this so i can say it into this i'm not typing all this shit out all right that's fair so while jimmy's muted here i i would like to pose this question to the audience as well because i i have to imagine that somebody out there regardless of how this search goes is going to be able to come up with some type of feasible answer but i'm trying to figure out how you get a star and a buck in one setting it's together it's the name and we're talking about Sleepy old Seattle. Jimmy, huh. if you come up with anything. What? It's that. What? It's dumb. Uh, is it even dumber than what I said? Somehow. An online study guide for Moby Dick even joked, if Starbucks were Starbucks, you'd only ever get a tall coffee with 2% milk. I don't know what that means. According to the company website, Starbucks chose this name because it evokes the romance of the high seas and the seafaring tradition of early coffee traders. Fuck you. So it's from a line in Moby Dick? I don't even know if that's a lie. I don't know what line Moby Dick. He's like trying to fucking stab a whale and he's talking about 2% milk. That's dumb. That is. Oh, my God. Okay. So we just learned because, believe me, nobody made up an answer that's stupid. That is that is terrible. Oh, how, I'll say how can they at, charge 13 bucks for a coffee after that? I don't know. But looking at the three people they show as like their whatever's like their CEO, founder and president, they are like switch the H and the W. What? They're what? <laughs> <laughs> so, Jimmy, 
<clears throat> on this note, wow, that was that was a hell of a frog I caught in my throat there. What we're going to do here is the most grandiose thing that we do here on Jacked and Canned. So we're obviously like we came into the show jacked, right? We didn't need any help on that. No, but now sir. it's time to get canned. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little 30 second countdown here in which time I'm going to grab a beer. I'm going to crack that beer. And then, Jimmy, I'm going to drink that beer. While I'm drinking that beer, I need you to tell the audience something fun or interesting or otherwise. I mean, I think we covered a pretty good bit of things that are fun, interesting, and definitely otherwise so far. So whatever you got, just something to give to the audience. It does not have to take long because, well, behind the scenes, Jimmy, I usually don't drink the entire beer. So something to give me about 15 seconds of beer drinking is all I need. I can do that. Do you want me to wait until you get back and then just fill the time in between with like banter? So I could, um, but even banter, Jimmy would work while I'm drinking the beer. So why don't I play this countdown as what is typical per episode? And then I will run and grab the beer. And then once I crack the beer and say, ah, welcome back to cracking a cold one with Colbs. Well, Hey, guess what, man? Banter away. Welcome back. And now it's time for cracking a cold one with Kolbs. Hi. Ah, oh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back oh. to cracking a cold one with Kolbs. Jimmy, go ahead. I'm going to drink this beer. Kolbs. Kolbs, I got to admit something to you. I definitely just started speaking during that 30 second <laughs> I mean, it should have had you muted. I, mean, I know, but didn't. I was like, I think I'm supposed to be speaking right now. And I started talking. Okay. So anyway, hopefully, John, hopefully, hopefully you can edit that out. I'm so sorry. Um, (laughs) So my, my interesting fact that I learned the other day is that carrots being like stellar for your eyesight is World War II propaganda. And that comes from the British who had this gun that could shoot German planes out of the sky at night. And they didn't understand why. And like, I guess Britain just started like spreading propaganda that like, oh no, all of our gunners are just like, or maybe it's a radar, but like they, they were spreading propaganda that like, oh, all of our people eat a bunch of carrots and that's why they can see so well to hide the fact that they had this super awesome radar slash gun that could shoot Brit- uh, German planes out of the sky. Wow. John, you need to step up your game. When you listen back to this, when you edit this, what? That was maybe the best thing said during a crack at a cold one with colds. He just gave us something that was incredibly interesting, and he might have even just Googled that. I don't know. I think he had it off the top of his head. (laughs) But even if he did just Google it, that would have been impressive anyway. Like, just interesting fact, and that's what had popped up, because that is an interesting fact. I learned something new today. So, Jimmy, the second part to this now is I tell everybody why I'm cracking a cold one. So the reason that I am cracking a cold one today is because I just had the scariest fucking thing happen to me last night that could have ever happened. And, Jimmy, it was that when I got out of my Uber and walked into work, I realized that my phone fell out of my pocket in the Uber. So I had a very stressful moment of continuously from my store phone just calling my phone hoping that the next passenger was going to be somebody that would relay that to the driver. And uh, luckily for me, the dude wasn't like a piece of shit that decided to say, hey, you know what? I bet I could sell this thing. 
and he had uh he got picked up pretty close to where i got dropped off at and said yeah we could swing by there and they literally came back by and brought me my phone i was so happy i handed the dude a 20 for being a nice guy i tipped my driver like an extra 20 bucks i'm like no 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 everybody gets 20s i'm making it rain not unlike the strip club right now holy shit jimmy i was terrified Colbs, you want to hear you want to hear a Jimmy Pibble story of when me yes, and I do. first started dating? Okay, uh, so I used to have this habit of when we would go out, I would just get like, like I'm like a toddler when I drink. Um, or I guess I used to be, not so much anymore. But like I would, I would just leave places. I would go on my own adventures and like whatever. But oftentimes I would make up accents, um, and I would pretend I was oh, like no. this, like. UK Isle dude named Robin Woodsley. Like it was this whole alter ego I had. Um, anyway, so like Megan, knew this. Meg, yeah, yeah, Megan knew this and, uh, <laughs> she left her phone in an Uber one time, but the entire Uber ride, I had talked to this dude in like a thick <laughs> Scottish brogue <laughs> and I had to call him the next day. Cause I was the only one had a phone and she like was texting me from her laptop. She's like, Hey, like, I need to, I need to fucking get my phone back. Um, so I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm going to have to speak to this guy. In a fucking <laughs> but sober, so dead ass sober. I had, I had to go to this dude and be like, uh, hi, I think my, uh, my fucking rude. I was like, I think my, uh, my, my girl there, I think she left her uh, phone in your car and like do this whole fucking thing. And the guy's like, oh, well, like, blah, blah, blah. And like, go through this. It, it ended up being such a complicated process. Like, there was way more words than I needed to say. Um, and I had to have a full conversation with this dude in the Scottish fake alter ego <laughs> accent of how I'm like, it, it, I eventually obviously got her phone back, but like, deep diving into this fucking character and how I'm going to get her phone back. It, it was. Oh my Dude, God. It, if I was you, I would have probably just ripped off like four or five shots real quick to catch that right back up so that you would have no problem doing the accent. Cause I'll tell you there's shit that I can do when I'm drunk that I can't do when I'm sober. And I don't know how that works. And I know everybody has those things, but I feel like accents has to be one of them. Yeah. I, I feel like if you don't do accents when you're drunk, you're a liar. Like there's there's at least one point in everyone's life when they've gotten drunk and then thrown on an accent. Oh well, one of my old roommates, actually listener of the show, Tim, he he all of a sudden Hi, comes straight out of like um I, I wouldn't even say Boston itself. It sounds like he comes from like Lawrence or Lowell. That's worse. Yeah, no, I know, but that's that's the accent that I catch out of him. I'm like, Jesus. Like this dude, all of a sudden, sounds like he's like hanging out with uh, Mark Wahlberg and the fighter. Like Tim, I'm sure you're a great guy. You're listening to this right now, but why did you choose the trashiest accent we have in the Northeast? Why was that your? I hope you're driving right now and you hear this and you're like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, fuck, you're dumb. I live on the Lawrence line. I live in Methuen, Massachusetts. Come fight me, not you. I hope you're a great guy. But anyone else who <laughs> listens to this, I cur- I encourage you to come fist fight me in fisticuffs. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know, Tim. You're great. 
10 out of 10 human. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you actually really, uh, <laughs> I think you just took on everybody from Lawrence. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a fight I want. It's kind of a fight I want. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to lose that fight, man. Like, you're a big guy, <laughs> but I, I feel like the whole city or town, whatever they call it, of Lawrence, in fairness, Jimmy, I might I might also back you in that fight because I never had an enjoyable experience going through Lawrence, Massachusetts at any point in my life. What? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I, oh, your girl's from Lawrence, isn't she? <laughs> no, you South Carolina. Oh, well, uh, then honestly, I have no idea what you're giving me the look for, but I'll go. I don't know. It's kind of, it kind of felt suitable there. Like, I don't really have justification for what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> because he's day drinking. Yes, sir. I'm out of drink, too. Oh, really? oh, wow. That's a disappointing feeling. There's nothing worse mm-hmm. than being out of drink while day drinking. So, Got to keep it rolling. Jimmy, I'm I'm not going to end this episode at any time before I get to at least bring it up this damn telescope that everybody's freaking out about. I'm assuming you've seen this thing, right? The James Webb telescope. <laughs> Do you want me to be honest? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Be as honest I mean, as yeah, I'm is, not asking is, you to come in here and lie to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, my whole goal was to come in here and lie to your face. So, all right, so this is cool. Um, I I haven't, and it's purely because it shares a namesake with me, and I don't like anything else named James. I've never met another James I liked. So I won't look at anything this fucking telescope has to produce. <laughs> and it's the dumbest thing in my brain. But I'm like, until you name it something else, heard. I'm not fucking looking. I'm refusing information because of its name. That That's like, so what if, like, uh, if your last name was Newton, and then you had, like, Newton's laws of gravity, and all of a sudden that you're like, no, nope, that dude's a fucking quack. That is bullshit. <laughs> There's no such thing. There's no such thing as gravity. Wrong. Have you ever seen gravity and me in the same place? But you fucking have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good. You really haven't seen this telescope because of the dude's name. Honest to God, I wish I had a better answer. Even that's why. Okay, so I need to know where the li- where the line draws. So with Jameson, technically your name is in there, but is it fine because there's an O N at the end? Yeah, I drink Jameson gingers a lot. Okay. Um, now how about like professional athletes? Can you be okay? For example, with a, uh, with a James Tony, that's the first one that came to my mind. I know that I'm going back a little. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. But can you get behind a guy named James that plays in professional sports? Nope. James Harrison average. How did I miss LeBron? My favorite athlete of all time, whose last name is James. And I don't even think of him. And you know, now that we now that we're psychologically deep diving into this, I think the reason I can't make a comment on like LeBron versus MJ is because one, I never watched MJ, and two, his last name is James. So it's kind of like I don't know. I guess I watched one, so that dude. <laughs> but like, I'm not okay. happy about. It. I don't feel good about that. So just anything with the name James, you can't get behind yeah. it. No, okay. I like James Bond. That's pretty fucking that, cool. Man, that is gonna that is really gonna mess up some of the things that I was looking to talk about here with you, but I'm gonna go through some of them anyway. Because uh, I can still break this down for you pretty simply. Basically, uh, we just found out that there's a whole lot more shit than we knew about. Shocker, yeah, right? Look. 
<clears throat> yeah. So the one thing that everybody keeps saying, and this this is pissing me off so bad. Everybody's running around going, oh, I feel so small. No shit. But we basically have defined space for my entire lifetime as it's infinity. We we have no idea where it ends. And we are so- are the tip of a pube on the galaxy that is a million galaxies. Yeah. I mean, I think they call that one a universe, but yeah. So yeah, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> point of it being is all that happened is we found more of what infinity is. Like we, yeah. we did not become smaller. We just found more of what also exists. Like we, I trust me. I checked just to make sure I am still five foot four and I was five foot four before this shit came out. So nothing <laughs> right. changed. Why would the stupid ass telescope that's named James wrongly tell you that you're you're five five? Why why would that why would that have added it? Well, that's what I'm talking about. And before this one, we had the Hubble telescope. And right. by the Great way, name. of course, we also had the traditionalist. It's like the Hubble knows all. The Hubble's better. I'm like, uh, guys, <laughs> like, can can we not just say that things that used to be here are always better? Like, th- that's not always the case. Like, uh, otherwise. You know, we we would still have a lot of things that are no longer here, like Toys yeah. R Us. Fuck. I honestly think the Hubble telescope was better. No bias. That's because you can't get behind anything that's got your damn name in it, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I've already learned the secret here. There's there, there is no real controversy. James doesn't actually think that old science is better. He just can't support anything with the name James. <laughs> if they just called this the web scope or if they just called this the, um, uh, oh God, they could have called it anything. They could have called it the, the, the toenail like a- telescope. Oh yeah. You went way more mature than I did. Yeah. They could have called it the toenail telescope. And I'm like, that's sick. That's a great name for a telescope. And I would have fucking learned all about it. Yeah. I didn't hear what you called it. What did you call it, Jimmy? I definitely didn't call it the pee pee poo poo telescope. that that works though i I knew it was gonna be something good now jimmy speaking of pee pee poo poo i (laughs) i couldn't couldn't help but uh but learn from you something that i doubt the majority of my audience knows or hopefully they don't because otherwise maybe i'm just the idiot can you explain to my audience what a keto diet is because i had a totally different interpretation in my mind yeah um (sighs) Wow, I'm I'm apparently the keto expert now. All right, uh, so <laughs> I'm going to give you the drunk explanation of it as my fiance charges down the stairs, who is the true keto expert. But like, what it is, listen, is like your body runs off carbs, right? Like, you know, that's that's the old school mindset. But what keto does is flips your brain, and it's like, no, you got to function off fat. Like, you got to run off the fat that's in your body. So what the keto diet is is like minimalizing carbs to like. A certain level where you're like you can have vegetables and stuff but like you don't go overboard it is meat it is cheese and it is straight liquor that i'm just down to ice at this point and a lot of water and you just friggin poop out weight you you fly through weight and like you know there's other benefits like my knee feels great like i'm an old man at 27 and my like my knee replacement like it feels freaking stellar when i do keto um i forget where i was going with this so Cole, please say something. 
No, that's okay. I <laughs> I can take over for you for a little bit here. Right, I was just ahead. shocked to hear it that way because I've never heard of a specific term for something that's essentially eat all the shit that your wife tells you to stop eating so much of. That was the part that threw me off because now I'm like, oh, well, I could almost always say I'm on a keto diet outside of that I do occasionally eat a salad and that I drink beer. I don't drink straight liquor. But yeah. outside of that, like, I, for one, gyms, I don't think that I feel full unless I eat meat. Like, if I eat something and there's no meat content to it, I am just hungry again in 30 minutes. Doesn't Cold, work. That's a good stat. That's a good stat, dude, because a lot of people are the other way, and they think, like, if I don't have a carb, I don't feel full. Dude, I'm telling you, most of the time when I'm doing the keto diet, I'm going on, like, a Monday or Tuesday to the grocery store. I'm buying some discounted meat. I'm freezing it. And I'm cooking it like day of when I thaw it out. And like I'm having steak on the regular. And like a lot of people and Megan, my fucking lovely fiance, as I look in her eyes, as so she points a gun at me. Um, <laughs> I said, like, apparently the new like new thing that we like didn't realize and like st- hashtag stay woke hashtag <laughs> hashtag James telescope is stupid um, is like cholesterol is not about your cholesterol levels, but it's about your platelet size. So like you could you're gonna like like doing keto cholesterol size? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? You can't tell me new stuff is in the middle of explaining new stuff. Different size cholesterol. Okay. So there's different like size of your cholesterol. So that's what's more important than the level of cholesterol in your blood. You don't get cholesterol really from your diet. Okay. Well, you can have your own episode. All right. This is the James episode. And it's all (laughs) also I was mostly just breaking down the food part itself. You just started breaking out all of its benefits. I was going to like, I was going to stop you back at knee replacement to be like, holy (laughs) shit, really? Yeah. We'll get back into that. I guess if you want, but like, no, my fiance is a nurse. Nope. Nutritional, practical, nutritional, nutritionist. Uh, Yeah. Nutritional therapy practitioner. So what she does is like, she can focus on like what food does to your body and like whatever. And she's super high on the keto diet. So I've heard all this and I've learned all this and I've stored it up in the fucking supercomputer that is the James brain. And it is processed and it rocks. And she just picked up a drill. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes things need to get drilled. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. There might be a screw oh. loose somewhere. Apparently, dude. I was feeling real <laughs> bad. I'm not going to lie to you, dad. Anyway, right. yeah, she's great. So... Jimmy, the reason that I wanted to originally bring up that telescope in the first place was because Mm -hmm. I like to think of myself as somebody that does get into like a little bit of space stuff here and there. Granted, I'm not one of these guys that's like I'm full blown into everything that's going on. Honestly, I couldn't give a shit less with a lot of things. But one of my favorite things that I do, because I watch television episodes from A&E and History Channel on YouTube because, well, it's free and I can just get to it on my laptop so I watched this history show channel and they, they got on there this, uh, I, I want to say it's called doomsday 10 ways the world is going to end or something like that. Yeah. And it's just 10 different mass extinction events. And a lot of them are space-based. So I find a lot of the content that interesting, not just of like, Oh shit, the world's going to end kind of stuff, but also, Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know that that was even a thing that happened in space. Like, I didn't know there was such a thing as a rogue planet that would just, you know, come crashing out of nowhere. And yeah, that is a thing. That's actually how we got our moon 
That's part of a rogue planet from four and a half billion years ago, which I oddly enough actually know from a uh, different history channel thing about animals and evolution. So, yeah, I watch way too much of smart people channels that I probably shouldn't, but I do anyway. So one of the things that I thought was funny about this, they had this like kind of panel of experts, almost like documentary format, like when you're watching like a uh, 30 for 30 and it's always cutting to somebody in a one on one interview or like the last dance with Michael Jordan. And it's always cutting to one on one interviews and they're they're going to these guys that are the experts of these mass extinction events. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wait a minute. How do I trust what any of these guys are telling me? How many mass extinction events have any of them been through? Were they here when the dinosaurs were here? I don't think they I was were. Just thinking the same thing. <laughs> like I, I got a feeling that these guys might not be such experts. So when they're telling me, no, the whole world's going to end when this happens, I'm thinking to myself, I, I don't know that that's the case. And also, they had one episode that I thought was very strange, where they had one of the uh, one of the events being that aliens come and invade the planet, and they had it strategically set up where they had these aliens coming in and specifically hitting all the government buildings in nations that are holding the most power. Uh, I was like, wait, 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 wait. These guys, we don't see them, but they're out there studying us to the place that they know exactly where all of our presidents live. That okay. seems a little bit far-fetched to me. So BuzzFeed's top five things James would believe in number one, aliens. I oh, think... I- don't disagree like, that they exist. Yeah, I'm not saying they're little like, fucking green people, but like, dude, the universe is infinite, and we're the only people in here. Fuck off! Like, no, it's dumb. That's, that's dumb. just bad thinking. That's, that's just bad processing. Um, I 100 agree. But like, I don't know if they necessarily go after like government buildings. I'm I'm with you on that. I think like if they're gonna invade and we're gonna get like a sick freaking flying saucer coming down. They're going to go after our resources. Like, you don't invade. No nation in our history has invaded something for anything other than resources, right? So, like, what makes aliens different? They're going to come here for the water. They're going to come here for, like, whatever. They're going to come here, and they're going to steal our shit, and we're going to fight them. But, like, little Dicky said, do our bullets even kill them? Like, nah. Like, I don't know. Okay, I I wasn't ready for that turn, but uh, no, actually, the resources point was something that I had never considered. I more so just thought of it of the aspect of how I saw it in my prism, which was just that I thought it was kind of strange if we don't know that they even exist for sure, even though, I mean, let's be real. Yeah, I'm with you. But so if they're out there, which we're pretty sure they are. They have such a scope on us that they know exactly how all life functions here, especially with the human society. And they know specifically they are smart enough to know, hey, these are the buildings we got to take out first. Do they? And also, we haven't seen them the whole time. Or is that what they're doing every time that there's a picture of them, like every 20 years? By the way, whatever happened was seeing that UFO in the middle of 2020 when everything else was going on. Nobody did anything with that. I don't remember that. Exactly. It was a news item for like a morning, and then it was like, all right, well, everybody's dying again. You want to know the worst timing that's ever happened for something? Uh, Was there was like a sighting of a UFO over California, and I was like, oh my god. And then uh, randomly in my 
where I used to live, the small, not a small town, I guess it's kind of like a big town, uh, Burlington, Massachusetts, uh, the power went out on this one strip and like a generator blew. So it made that like really cool, like electric blow up like color. Um, but I was like, I was like a little drunk. <laughs> I was like, oh my, like I was with my buddies like, oh my God, like this is it. Like it's happening. It is turns out it's just like rainbow? a Tesla launch that they like never announced or something dumb. But like, um, <laughs> I, I genuinely thought at that moment, I was like, I'm getting ready for war. This is it. <laughs> like, like drunk James in the suburbs was going to save humanity. I would be dead in five seconds. Oh, I feel that way every single time, dude. There is not one time once I get lit up that I'm not like, you can throw anything at me. I'll figure it out. Oh, and I'm God. sure like, then I wake up the next day. I'm like, that. Yeah, I probably didn't have all the power that i thought i did like i'm sitting there thinking like a car is coming at me and i'm like i'm gonna get down to the three-point stance and drive this thing backwards <laughs> you're totally ready to dip your shoulder and just get after it <laughs> kill these aliens I, what american football is really about. <laughs> oh i love that that would be perfect aliens come and invade the planet the first thing you do when you see the saucer land is there's just five dudes that line up and get in the three-point stance and we're like oh <laughs> we're about to show them they go back of the ship back of the ship get up get up <laughs> We just got like the uh, the AFC Pro Bowl team taking the field. They're all they, they all got their helmets and shit. All right, boys, we're saved. We got the AFC Pro Bowlers out here. Oh, look, it's Mahomes. Oh, dude, we're fine, dude. He's gonna throw a football, and it's just gonna you know it's gonna be over. He just throws a football really far, and like, damn, that was cool. All right, you guys are fine. You chill. They probably hand him a bomb. He's just hucking a bomb in there. Oh shit. <laughs> stay woke. Hashtag stay woke. Uh, you don't need to look. Like, I just want to reiterate at this point, you don't need to listen to fucking telescopes named something stupid like James. Like you need to listen to Colden James and Jimmy Pibbles, and we'll tell you everything you need to know about life. That's what I'm talking about, man. That that's how you promote right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> check out Jimmy Pibbs. Check out Jake and uh Jake and Jesus breaking down the tape where you're going to find Jimmy Pibbs giving you all sorts of sweet college football content coming in this fall. So check him out live on Saturdays. He's going to be giving you all the stuff you need. I'm sure he's also going to be bringing back the dog pound, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. <laughs> he might, he might, be, he might be bringing back the dog pound. He might not. <laughs> pound for pound. I don't know. We'll see. I might oh, that's it. right. Damn it. I got the show's name wrong. Yeah, that's oh, fine. Dude. Yeah, I remember your show name, man. Fine, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. I made you. That's fine. You forget my name. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, this has been Jacked and Canned. This was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Canned. Presented by No One.